Hi, I'm Tara Jefferson. And hey, I'm Dashika Street. And this is the Make Life Rich Podcast, where we help you master self-care to enrich your life and business. We're two entrepreneurs who learned the hard way that self-care should be the first order of business. And we're here to help you thrive whether you are new to entrepreneurship or been at it for a while. We learned the hard way, so you don't have to. Let's jump right in. All right, so we are here in the studio again for another episode of the Make Life Rich podcast. I am so excited uh, for this week's episode because I think I feel like every topic that we have for this for this podcast, it just feels so relatable. Like we did a really good job <laughs> picking these topics. Um, so before we dive into this week's episode on lovers and friends and making yes. time for your loved ones, uh, we have to start off as we do every week with our win of the week. And uh, we have to admit, like it took us a minute it to did. think of our win this week. Some weeks are like that. Some weeks are just so busy, you know, we're not really... Um, it's just a lot going on that we're just really not focused on, you know, what really went right in that week. It's just getting through that week is the main goal. Um, but I thought about it and my win this week is, um, I finally discovered, I'm a little late to the Mm -hmm. party, but I just discovered Instacart. And did you see when I posted? I saw your post. Okay. Tell me about it. So I recently discovered Instacart. I'm so late. I know. I feel like it's Probably I've been hearing people talk about it at least for like the past like year and a half, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, it's just grocery delivery. And the reason why I finally tried it is because I'm cheap and they just added Aldi <laughs> to the rotation. Like I can get my groceries from Aldi delivered. And um, I was like, oh, I can get cheap groceries like brought to my house. Like that's just amazing to me. Like I'm just really in love with the whole concept. So I tried it out uh, this past weekend and it was really cool because um, you can go on there, you make your list of the things that you want, but then there's also, you can make a replacement list. So like if they're out of orange juice, you can say, well, get me some, you know, orange mango or whatever yeah. they got there at the store. Or you can say, no, if they don't have orange juice, don't get me nothing else. Just <laughs> refund me my money. Yeah. Um, and so then my shopper, you can, you get a text, like when your shopper starts shopping for you mm-hmm. and then she would like send me messages. She's like, oh, they didn't have um, red grapes. Would you like green grapes? Or they have some black grapes. And I was yeah. like, oh, this is like personalized. Like I really, I really liked it. So anything I, I find a grocery delivery I think it's gonna be part of like my self-care because I could do other things while yeah. she was shopping for me so that's my win because yeah. I yeah I loved it and you can save money too I don't know about you but when I go to the grocery store mm-hmm. if I go hungry I'm definitely gonna buy way more stuff than I actually went for mm-hmm. if I take the kids we're buying all kinds of extra snacks and oh, yeah. goodies and stuff to eat in the car on the way home <laughs> Stuff is just be quiet. Yes, I'll get it. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I saw your post and I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So yeah thanks for sharing. Course. And then perhaps we'll put a link in the show notes. We will. Yeah. So people can try it out. I yeah. liked it. My win this week, which also took me a little while to discover, is <laughs> just mm-hmm. a busy, busy time. And, you know, sometimes again, why self-care is so important because sometimes you're going so fast, you're not even thinking about the things that you're actually doing or how fast you're moving. And so when I did sit to think about it, um, I am very excited to be in the Christmas program at my church. Yeah. So I've been praying and just, you know, trying to identify where I can serve and how I can serve. Yeah. And um, 
I was asked to be in the program and I'm very, very excited. So, yeah. you know, I'm meeting new people. I'm breaking out of my comfort zone. It's, um, it's been a really, really cool experience so far. I love that. I love that. And that's one thing that I really admire about you is that you have your faith and it, you know, you lean on it and it's, yeah. it's really strong. Like it's, it radiates off of you. So that's one thing that I really admire about you. So that's really cool about the Christmas program. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm very excited. So I'll, I'll let you know. I'll let everybody know <laughs> how it turns out. Yeah. That'll be, you know, your win of the week for another episode. Right. It'll be like, it went great. I did, I did my part. Everything was fantastic. Yes. Um, yeah. So we had to start off with the wins and we really encourage all of our listeners to kind of do the same exercise. You Absolutely. know, when you hear us sitting here talking about wins of the week, think about, take a minute to think about what was your win of the week or what were your wins, plural, yes. of the week? Because um, more than likely you have at least a couple uh, every week. So I think for the most part, a lot of the other episodes that we've done this season have really been kind of internally focused and yeah. really kind of just thinking about what you need, um, you know, your physical fitness, your mental health, um, dealing with imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And this week we're talking, you know, about those external relationships and talking about, you know, how do you make time for your friends, your significant others, your mm -hmm. kids? <laughs> how do you do that when you are also in the midst of building a business? And I thought it was an important topic because I myself struggled with this. I know, you know, in the, the circles that I'm in, you know, I asked my my friends, you know, who also run businesses, like, when was the last time you had a date? Mm -hmm. And they'll say, um, and like, it's just silent. Like, they're just like, I don't know. I, yeah. I couldn't tell you. And um, and for me, too, like I am a person, you know, I really thrive on quality time and I really like, you know, being taken out and going places and planning stuff. But when you get so bogged down and oh, I got to send these emails. I have meetings that I have to prep for. Um, I have to go report, record these podcast episodes. Mm -hmm. um, you get so bogged down in all of those details that you forget that, you know, you have these other people in your life who, you know, love you and want to spend time with you. And you have to be intentional about making that happen. Absolutely. Um, I remember, and, and this is something that I try to stop and take inventory on mm -hmm. frequently because my kids will ask me, you know, before the day starts, before they go to school or even on a Saturday morning, do you have a meeting today? Mm -hmm. Before they ask me whatever it is that they want or that they need from me. Yeah. And when that's happening, I have to say, okay, wait a minute, mm -hmm. let's stop and change the narrative so that they're not feeling like they're, you know, stepping between me and business or coming, taking, that they're inconveniencing me in mm -hmm. some way yeah. and really showing them that they're the priority. Um, also, you touched on dating. I try to make sure that, you know, we have that time because it is very easy to feel the burden of work and be like, nope, I can't because I got to do this. I got to send these emails off or nope, I can't because I got to get in touch with this person or work mm -hmm. on this thing. When you're doing all this to be able to have that freedom to share with your family and friends. Exactly. And so it's just critical for me to take that inventory and really, really find out where I'm putting my focus and how I am shifting um, things around to make sure that I'm focusing on the people who are important to me also. Yeah. 
And I also think, you know, we talk about the kids um, and that is a topic, um, you know, most of the entrepreneurs I know, you know, have children and they are really trying to balance both. Mm -hmm. And I have found myself, you know, really trying to, and I, I, I pat myself on the back. I feel like I do a really good job of integrating my kids, you know, as much as they would like to be into my business mm -hmm. um, and really giving them attention, right? So that they know if I'm at home, I'm working in my home office, you know, they come in, I turn, you know, all the way around mm -hmm. and like, look at them. Like, you know, I'm pausing what I'm doing because you're important to me. Right. And I really, I hope, you know, I feel like it's my perspective that they know that they are, um, you know, a priority for me. And I really, you know, do those little things to yeah. be intentional about that because I find it so important, you know, for us as mothers, as business owners to be able to, set that example for our children. Sure. Like, this is how you go after your dream. This is how when you have an idea, something that you're really passionate about, this is the work required to, you know, meet that goal or achieve yes. that dream. Um, but not necessarily at the, the expense of, you know, their childhood <laughs> and you're, right. you know, missing everything. Um, so it's definitely that balance that you, you know, have to think about and consider. Absolutely. Um, and I tried to do that on two ends. So the other day I was just having a conversation with my daughter who just, that's another win. Yeah. Um, we survived tweens and she just became a teenager. A teenager. So. Oh. But um, we've been talking about prioritizing. Mm -hmm. So her and her social life, obviously, at this point in her life is very, very important to her. Yeah. And sometimes her grades suffer as a result. And so we've been trying to do this balancing act thing. And we were in the car the other day and she was asking me, like, how do I get it together? A, that was a win because she asked me, like, how, how do I fix this? And so we had this conversation. I said, you know how sometimes you guys want to have a family game night or something like that? And I'm like, well, I can't because I got to write this article or mm -hmm. I have to work on the formatting of this magazine and so forth. So it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just in that moment, I have to prioritize because if I don't, then perhaps we don't eat, you know? <laughs> so, and so because we want to eat, I need to designate some time to do this. I said, so those instances come up in your life too, mm -hmm. where you might, a friend might say, Hey, let's, you know, come over to my house this weekend. Let's hang out or see if your mom can bring you to the mall and we can hang out there and so forth. We could do that, but is your work done? Because if not, then you're yeah. going to have trouble balancing in school and things like that. And so looking at the other side from the entrepreneur's perspective, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, on how we are prioritizing our time yeah. and our kids even seeing that or our loved ones being able to see that so that when they chart out and go, you know, for whatever it is that they're dreaming to do, they have this sort of blueprint mm -hmm. on how to still a sense of how yeah, to do it, mm -hmm. go after your dreams and then still have that time for family, too. Yeah. And that's really, you know, something that I have worked on because when I started my business, I was, and I said it maybe episode one, how mm -hmm. I was just working, you know, 80, 90, 100 hours a week. Mm -hmm. And there was no time for, you know, cuddles or, you know, date night, family movie night, any mm -hmm. of that. I was just working. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't good for me mentally. It wasn't good for me, you know, socially. 
it just I fell into that trap that a lot of entrepreneurs fall into and the past few years has really been about me course correcting yeah. and really being like what is the balance like what is it 50 50 you know is it 60 40 like what is that um that ideal situation for me with all of these things that I have to do and I will say uh, working from home <laughs> is uh has been a challenge a lot of entrepreneurs a lot of people that I know who you know have their own businesses it's easy, you know, to start from home, right? Yeah. Like without, you know, leasing a bunch of office space and doing all of that, we tend to work from home. And that can kind of lead to isolation um, because you're just at home <laughs> by yourself most of the day. And I had to really stop and be like, okay, I'm an introvert. You know, I don't necessarily like a whole bunch of people in my mm -hmm. space all the time because it drains me very, very quickly. But even I had to say, okay, this isn't enough <laughs> interaction. Yeah. Um, and that is when I realized I needed to make more time for, you know, lunch with friends or coffee with friends or, you know, have more meetings and fewer emails. Yeah. Right. Like mm -hmm. trying to strike that balance, too. Absolutely. I think even for myself, as you know, I'm a person who's always at meetings mm -hmm. and networking and all that always. stuff. And I was actually in a meeting recently and someone um, dubbed themselves an introverted extrovert. And I feel mm. like I identify with that. She's like. I'm always, you know, everywhere doing all this networking stuff and meeting with people. But in my home life, my personal life, I like to just be really low key, not a lot of company, not a lot of engagement and things like that. So I identify. But even in having that extroverted, you know, activity, mm -hmm. networking and all that stuff in my personal business life, I'm still very introverted and still sometimes feel very isolated. Yeah. And so I have to like you, I have to push myself to say, okay, wait, I'm going to meet with a group of friends. I'm going to go and celebrate a win with somebody. I'm going to just call somebody up and say, hey girl, what you doing? Because if I don't, then all of my connections are just professional mm -hmm. connections and I'm not having that sister girl time yes. or you know, just really kicking back and having tea and laughing or crying with, with somebody if I need to. And that's yes. so important. Yes. yes, it is so important. And I feel like um, at a certain point, I had to recognize that I had been neglecting my relationships. Mm -hmm. And it, that's a, like a hard, heavy word, like neglect. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's a hard word to sit with. But I had been neglecting my relationships. And it was to the point where, you know, I would have, you know, my friend groups and I would, you know, maybe see them <laughs> on Facebook <laughs> or something. And I'm like, Oh, they got together and they, okay. I didn't, I didn't get a, I didn't get the invite. I didn't get the invite. Yeah. I was like, let me check my phone. Maybe I missed it. Did I miss the text? No. No. Okay. Okay. And you know, when I, and I never quite, you know, brought it up, mm -hmm. but you know, my friends were like, well, you're always busy. Like you usually say no. Yeah. And I was like, I was in my feelings for a little mm -hmm. bit, but then I realized like they were right. Yeah. Um, all I did was work. So if they, you know, invited me to something, that day, I'm like, ooh, that's too last minute. I got stuff to do. If they invited me to something two weeks from now, I'm like, oh, I'm going to have a project due the following yeah. Monday. I can't do it. I'm going to be busy all that weekend. Like, there was never a good time for me. And so when you, you know, continually kind of isolate yourself and get bogged down in work, and there, there's a certain element of that that's going to mm -hmm. happen, especially like when you are at the very beginning stages. But 
when you, you know, find yourself, you know, turning down all these invitations and all that, the invitations eventually stop coming. Absolutely. Did you ever deal with anything like that or feeling like, okay, I have neglected my crew. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. So, um, my sisters and I are very close. Mm -hmm. Um, one of my sisters, we, for years have had like this standing lunch date where we'll get together at least once a month and have lunch together. And then a spike kind of happened in in my business, um, in Vineworks. And so during that period of time, and I mean, it was a long period of time, probably like a year and a half or so. Mm -hmm. And I was unavailable. Mm -hmm. Every time I was canceling, oh, sis, this day won't work for me. I'm sorry, let's try to push it back. Will this time work with you? And then, you know, with her work schedule and things like that was never happening. And then it got to the point where she called me and said, check your calendar, see if you're available on this date. And that stung, you know, because Mm. it's like, man, my sister has to ask me if she can get into my calendar. Mm -hmm. And so now what I try to do is my calendar is always full. Like that is a given. So what can I do when a loved one or, you know, a friend or whatever asks me for time, especially depending on the event, what time of year it is, whatever. Sometimes I just say yes. I go in and then I cancel the meetings for that Mm. day or for that time because I have to prioritize love, you Mm. know, in everything that I do, I want to share love with people. Mm -hmm. I want to let people know that they're important to me, especially if they are really important to me. I want to show that. And so instead of saying, hold on, let me check my calendar. Nope. That time won't work. Oh, darn it. What time are you walking across (laughs) the stage? (laughs) No, I'll just, you know, say yes. And then make the adjustments on the back end with work. That's not always possible, Mm -hmm. but I try to make that a priority as much as I can. Yeah. And when you do that, when you are intentional about carving out that time, I feel like they see that and they recognize it. And they, you know, take that to heart and they will give you grace. You know, the next time you're like, oh, I have this meeting or I have something I can't move. Like they give you grace because they know, okay, she's doing her best. Right. Right. Like I'm still important to her, Mm -hmm. but she also has other things that are going on in her life that are also important. Um, And so, and I think pouring into those relationships, it also gives you a soft place to land when you're having those rough weeks in business. Because when you kind of neglect your friendships... And you aren't reaching out regularly. If you haven't talked to your friend in three months and all of a sudden, like you lost this huge client, you're devastated or whatever. You don't feel feel weird picking up the phone like, hey, girl, can we talk? I'm just really sad. And she's like, who is this? (laughs) (laughs) Who who is this? It's funny. I think we all can kind of relate to that. And like back in the day when we were dating, right? Mm -hmm. You get into a new relationship, you're dating this person and everything's great. You lose contact with your friends and all that stuff because you're like hanging out with this person all the time. And then maybe a breakup happens or he made you really mad or, you know, whatever. And then you want to go and call and reach out to your girls. But it's like, but I haven't talked to them in months. So yeah, maybe not. Maybe I just have to deal with this by myself. And so, yeah, you don't want to have that kind of feeling. You don't want this on again, off again thing when it comes to um, balancing your friendship and the love that you're sharing with the people who are important to you. So I think this is a good spot to take a break Mm -hmm. and then we'll be right back. Awesome. Hey listeners, it's Tara here. If you're looking for a community to help you grow and implement some of the tips we share in this podcast, I'd like to invite you to join us in the self-care suite. It's a multicultural community for women that gives you daily prompts and tips on living with less stress and more joy. There's power in numbers and keeping self-care top of mind is easier with the whole squad behind you. Click the link in the show notes to join us in this free group and get ready to level up. Hey, it's Dashika. If you're looking for a more in-depth conversation on how you can grow your business, 
Tips on increasing your bottom line and inspiration through the success stories of other black women in business, Black and Brilliant Entrepreneur Magazine is for you. It's the online mag for black women looking to take their businesses to new heights. Click the link in the show notes, hit subscribe, and join our community of women just like you. And now we're back. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. To continue our conversation about making time for your loved ones. And I think you said something really important about, you know, you want to make time for love. And love is really important. And I think we have so much pulling on us as business owners that it's draining. And love can be that thing that fills us up you know, without much effort on mm-hmm. our part. And so making time for love is definitely something we all have to be intentional about. We have to be dedicated to, even when it's not easy. Like you said, when you were talking yeah. about, you know, maybe changing some work meetings or rescheduling those to make time for your loved ones. Um, and so for me, it's definitely um, something that I've been trying to work on this year and making more time for like a girl's night out or making yeah. being more intentional about what it is that I need and how I can show up even when I'm busy for my friends and my loved ones and my kids and all of them. Um, And so when we talk about, you know, what it is that we need to do um, and being intentional about making these relationships a priority, I find that I have to really, you know, think about what's my ideal frequency. Yeah. And so for me, I'm usually texting and everything with my friends, you know, pretty much daily. Um, But when it comes to that, you know, in person or face to face, maybe, you know, your friends don't live in the same area as you, Mm -hmm. but you want to get on FaceTime or whatever, figuring out what your ideal frequency is. And so for me, it's usually about like once a week. Like I thought that that was like, oh my God, once a week, how am I going to manage that? But once a week is really um, my frequency. So I talk to my friends on FaceTime. I try to have like you, um, a standing lunch Mm -hmm. somewhere and it's good because one, it gets me out the house and two, it just, it fills me up. And one of my, my closest friends, um, Amber, hey boo, because I know, (laughs) I know she's listening. Um, but you know, when we have conversations and we're like really like mushy people, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so, but when we get off the phone, we're always like, man, like that conversation really, you know, filled us up. It really did something for me. So thank you for listening. And, you know, being intentional about that. And, you know, we usually average maybe about like every eight, nine days, you know, on the phone because she lives in California. Um, And so, you know, every eight or nine days, FaceTime, et cetera. And it just, it does something. And once you know, like that's your ideal frequency, it's much easier to be aware of, okay, where does this fit in on my calendar? Right. Yeah. How about you? Do you have a, do you know your ideal frequency or how often you kind of need to be in touch with your, your friends and loved ones? Yeah, I don't. I think I'm still figuring that part out. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say a few things kind of occur that I really, really like. For example, one of my sisters, um, she doesn't call. She barely texts, but she'll FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And so often she's driving, I'm working or whatever the case is, but we get that FaceTime together. Yeah. Um, so that's really, really important to me. It's also very exciting and refreshing when that happens. And you never know when the call is going to come in. It's just like, hey, boo, I'm here. Yeah. Um, in addition to that, a lot of my friends, we text with you. I always sit, you know, we'll have a lunch. We'll mm-hmm. have a, a, you know, I'll sit with you. I tell people you're like the only client I've ever sat with and just <laughs> cried and like completely dumped. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> you know, but those moments are so important. And I see you so far beyond client, you know, mm-hmm. just friend. And, you know, you always do those check-ins, which are really, really important to I'm me. I'm really good at that. Yeah, you are. That's my superpower. You're always at the I'm right really time, good. too. Yeah. And so as outside of that, I'm still trying to find my frequency. But I will say something that's very important to filling my love cup so that I can pour into others, whether it be family, friends, work, strangers, is my faith and Mm -hmm. really, you know, um, my experiences at church and just dedicating time to devotion and talking about um, the things that I'm learning about God and things like that. And being able to pour that back out is very, very important to me. And so I feel like that's, that is like where everything else pours from for mm-hmm. me. And so filling up there, then I'm able to to pour into other areas, into other people. And I think some of the most interesting and, you know, some of the most amazing occurrences are when I run into strangers mm-hmm. that I don't know from anywhere and we'll identify something similar or we'll just in passing say, hey, you know, have a great day. Oh man, this morning was rough. My daughter did this. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, mine too. And then we'll have this 30 minute conversation. (laughs) And I'm like, I needed that. I just found a new friend for like 30 minutes and I so needed that interaction. So sometimes for me, it's just about taking that pause to realize what's going on around me and to be able, even if it's just a temporary plug-in or connection, being able to allow that connection to happen. Yeah. And as you were talking, I was thinking we need to do an episode on faith. Like yeah, faith definitely. and the entrepreneur, like yes. that, I'm marking that down for season two because that is definitely um, a worthwhile conversation to have because it can, you know, test your faith yes. and be like, okay, God, did you really <laughs> say this? Or maybe I misheard. Can you send that message to me one more time? Yes. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think faith can be a, another episode that we do um, for sure. And so... We already kind of talked about this, but I really feel like it's important to emphasize mm-hmm. is that sometimes work can wait. It definitely right? work can. can wait because there's no such thing as work being done. And that, that's something <laughs> that is something that I really had to come to terms with quickly. There is no such thing yes. as work being done. It won't it won't be done. You will never be, you know, OK, well, <laughs> done with that. And yes. there's nothing else I could possibly do. No, there's there's no such thing. That to-do list does not end. Um, there's always an email you could send. There's always some research you could do. Oh, there's yes. always something that you could, you know, write. There's always somebody that's something you can edit. There's always something to do. And so mm-hmm. once you really internalize that and once yeah. you really come to grips with the fact that, you know, this is a marathon, like this is something that you yes. will be doing, you know, forever, as mm-hmm. long as your business is up and running. And so once you internalize that, it becomes much easier than to say, like you said, okay, I'm going to move, you know, this appointment that I had today and we'll move that to next Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this appointment, move that to Friday, whatever, yeah. and make time for this. Um, you know, I have a, a lot of friends who are, you know, working from home and they also have small children at home and that can be its own, you know, source of frustration. Yes. And I try to, you know, explain to them and and tell them because I've been there, you know, when I started my business, my children were, okay, let's see (laughs) what 
year is this? When I started my business, I think my kids were like four and two. And so um, for the most part, you know, we pulled them out of, you know, daycare and all of that. And actually might not even been that old. They might've been a little younger than that. But, um, you know, having them home, it's like you're trying to work, but then Mm -hmm. you're also trying to tend to them and you're also trying to pay attention to them. And at certain points, it's worth it to just shut the laptop and get on the floor and play with them Mm -hmm. because that that tension between the two places you want to put your attention like that is what's stressful that tension not necessarily the fact that you have to work or the fact that you have to watch these kids it's the tension and the fact that you think that these two things can't coexist and sometimes they can't so the easiest thing to do is to shut the laptop take a deep breath because work is never done it never is never done my kids were small too when i started um Delaney, I think at the time was, was seven, Mm -hmm. which would have made Roman two. Mm -hmm. And I was a stay at home mom with him. And she was of course in school, but again, work doesn't wait. So when she got out of school, I was still working, (laughs) you know, (laughs) when she woke up in the morning for school, I was still working. working, It it never ended. And so, yeah, you're right. I, I did what you did as well. I tried to incorporate them as much as they were interested and as much as, you know, space and time and so forth would allow, I'd always bring her in if I was designing something. What do you think about this color palette? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I remind them, you know, and I still do, well, you're going to take over the business someday. So oh, your yeah. opinions matter, you know, let's, let's talk about this. And so we have those sort of, you know, exchanges, but yes, yeah, sometimes I just have to completely shut it down. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm not available today, or I'm sorry. I'm going to put this away you know, maybe I'll get up in the middle of the night if that if it's really a priority and work on something or, you know, otherwise it's just going to have to wait. Yeah. If that means reaching out to a client and rescheduling an appointment, if that means, you know, extending um, a deadline or a window on something, so be it, because my family is what's most important to me. And that's that's who I'm doing all of this for. Yeah. So we've really. um this whole episode, we've really, we talked a lot about the kids and we talked about, you know, the friendships. And I want to take a minute before we wrap to really kind of hone in on that romantic piece yes. um, about the significant others and really what entrepreneurship can do to your relationship if you're not careful, if you're mm-hmm. not really focused on that. Um, for me, like I said earlier, um, you know, asking my friends, you know, when's the last time you've been out on a date? And like all of us are like, mm, I I don't know, like, it's, yeah. you know, last summer, like, it's just, <laughs> it's like really depressing answers. And so again, kind of going back to that ideal frequency, mm-hmm. I've discovered, like, I thrive best. Um, ideally, it would be like every week we would have mm-hmm. a date night, but I, you know, finances and sitters and all of that, um, at least once a month. Yeah. Right. And not like us sitting at home watching Netflix date. I mean, like actually going somewhere, doing something together one on one. And I think the most crucial element of this is like phones down, yes. like no, no scrolling Facebook or whatever, looking for comments to reply to on Instagram <laughs> while you're waiting for the food to come. But really being intentional about setting that like business free space mm-hmm. in that relationship so that you and him or whoever you're with can feel like, okay, boom, this is the priority right now. Right. Yeah. And um, like you said, phones down and really taking that time. Like I try to be very, very intentional about 
not talking about work. Mm. And so we get into, so I talked to um, my husband about uh, everything, yes. but um, definitely work being one of those, like I'm constantly, so what do you think about this? You know, he's very creative and he has a really good eye for like editing and that kind of stuff. And he's a really good thought editor. <laughs> and so we know as entrepreneurs, we always have ideas buzzing and we kind of want to run with everything. And so I'll, I'll take those things to him. And then in spurts, I'll be like, wait a minute, I've been talking to you way too much about business. Mm -hmm. Like I need to talk to a business coach about this. Or I need to talk to a friend about this yes. or, you know, one of my business accountability partners. I just want to connect with you mm -hmm. on a personal level right now. Like let's yeah. take some time and go out. Let's watch our favorite, you know, let's binge watch something, yeah. you know, let's eat some junk food <laughs> together because that's what we like to do. Let's, you know, and, and when the kids are gone, sometimes this is during the week while they're at school, you know, we'll go out to lunch or we'll sit down and just talk or binge watch or, you know, whatever the case is. And so when you're trying to have that time, especially as an entrepreneur, um, you're trying to mix things up and optimize the time you have available. It might be during school hours, you know, if he's off work or your significant other is off work. Take advantage of that time if you can, yeah. you know, if you're getting dressed up and going out to a show or, you know, a concert or whatever that might be dinner, do that. Don't talk about work and just have the opportunity to reconnect because I feel like as entrepreneurs, we often miss out on so much anyway, mm -hmm. with our heads down, kind of nose to the grind that we're not sometimes seeing all the intimate details and things happening around us. And we want to be as connected to that as possible. Yeah. So I definitely had to take a step back because I was trying to turn my husband into my coworker. Yes. And I would, <laughs> I would get frustrated when he didn't have the answer. <laughs> and I'd be like, what do you think? You think this Facebook ad is good? And he'd be like, yes. I ain't never done a Facebook <laughs> ad in my life. Like, why are you at? And I'd be like, well, come on. Like, what do you think? Would you click on it? You yes. know, all this stuff. And I really, like you, had to take a step back and be like, okay, let me get a mastermind circle or some, <laughs> right. some business friends or a business coach. Um, because trying to turn him into my coworker was adding an extra element of stress in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, every time he saw me, like every time um, he would come home from work and I've been, you know, at home, Nick has been in school and mm -hmm. I haven't talked to another adult all day. <laughs> He walks through that door and I'm like, so let me tell you. Yes. Okay. So, and I'm like trying to, you know, catch him up on everything that, like everything, everything that happened. That like I pounce thing. on him. Like, Hey, mm -hmm. so this meeting got canceled. This one got moved, but I got a great idea for this product. And he's like, can I have five minutes <laughs> before <laughs> you assault me with everything? And, yes. you know, having to recognize that right like recognize like what is this relationship for mm -hmm. um and taking away all of the other expectations like he's not there to be my co-worker he's right. not there to be my strategist or my um although i will say my husband was my um like muscle <laughs> when i was doing the boxes like he'd mm -hmm. be like oh is it time for that again <laughs> And he, and he would be like doing like hundreds of boxes and I'd be like, thank you. Like, yeah, I appreciate that because I needed, you know, the extra hands. So it's good, you know, when you can like kind of like the kids, it's good when you can kind of um, integrate them into the business as much as they would like to be. Right. Um, but other than that, you know, thinking about your relationship as a safe space and not a space where you have to have that entrepreneur hat on and you have to have all the answers and you have to be killing it. You can kind of, like I said, 
with your friends. Your relationship can be a soft place to land in right. a really, really hard week. And so that's how I try to look at it because that serves him, that serves me, and then everybody's happy. Agreed. And I'm sitting here like laughing and like, yes, yes, <laughs> and almost in tears because I identify with everything you said. Um, my husband and I do work together on a lot of stuff mm -hmm. and, you know, definitely like you, he is the muscle on a lot of projects and so forth. But just being able to put that relationship into perspective so that I'm not frustrated in the end. He's not like regretting coming home from work <laughs> because I'm going to run down the full, you know, day's agenda and everything that went right, went wrong or, you know, everything in between. And he's like, whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. And again, like TJ, shout out to TJ because he does have some amazing ideas and stuff like that too. He does. Um, he does. And Andre, hey boo. Um, <laughs> but he, um, you know, he comes and he'll have like amazing input, but sometimes it'll be areas that he's just not interested in. Mm -hmm. And I'm like trying to force him into this space <laughs> of like, no, no, but you have to understand. Yes. You have to have an opinion like this does look good, right? Don't say it doesn't look good <laughs> because I've been working on this for eight hours, you know, and it's just, it's not fair. Yeah. And really being able to connect outside of work, just like with my friends, you know, I wouldn't come to lunch with somebody that I haven't seen in a month or three and say, oh my gosh, so this is what's going on at work. Yeah. And I brought my laptop, come look at it <laughs> and tell me you love everything about it. Yeah. You know, and so try, trying to treat my marriage with that same respect mm -hmm. and space is, is very, very important. And I think it's important to the health, uh, the overall health of the marriage, too. Yeah, that's why it's important to have those spaces that are work free, yes. because like for me, too. Right. Like since I work, I have my home office. So I work there. I sleep there. I mm -hmm. eat there. I raise my kids there. Yes. So like, I need spaces and things in my life where it's not reminding me of work it's not in the same space where I work mm -hmm. um, and so that's definitely you know part of the reason why I'm so intentional about these relationships and friendships because I need something that doesn't you know everything can't be about work yes everything cannot be about work and I think you said in an earlier episode that just because you became an entrepreneur it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice everything else right um, and that's true like you don't have to sacrifice everything else um, just because you're an entrepreneur, just because you have this business idea, it doesn't mean that the other parts of your life just kind of fall away. That's right. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to press the pause button. Press the pause button. Yeah. So I think this is a great place to end this episode, this week's episode. Um, we look forward to hearing your feedback as always. Definitely. The feedback we've been getting on the previous, what, six episodes or so has been yes. phenomenal. Um, keep it coming. You can Please go use coming. the hashtag make life rich and uh, we'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Make Life Rich podcast recorded live at Really Goody Studios in the old number three firehouse. Follow online and on Instagram for behind the scenes content. Until next time, make life rich.